Good evening. Um, you have a housekeeper who comes to your house on Shabbos. Um, you want her to do the dishes. So can you ask her to do the dishes? So we know the rule is you can ask a non-Jew to do whatever it is you're allowed to do. So Friday night, if you need the dishes for Shabbos morning, you're allowed to do the dishes. So you ask her, please, on Friday night, could you please wash up? Um, and she does so, and she uses hot water, she uses a sponge, she does all the things that we can't do. Um, so is that a problem? Uh, it's not a problem. Why is it not a problem? Because she's doing that for herself. Right? I asked her to wash the dishes. There's a perfectly much way for people to wash dishes on Shabbos. You can use cold water, you can use your hands, you can use one of those Shabbos scour things. Um, so there's a perfectly much way of doing it, so I did not ask her to do malacha. Um, and she ends up doing malacha, so... It's not, not, not my problem. I'm, I'm, allowed to, I'm not considered, I'm not deriving benefit from her malacha. She didn't need to do the malacha. She's doing the malacha because it's easier for her. Please um, can speak about a similar scenario if you have to enter a building that's got a locked door and there's a doorman. And you knock on the, on the glass door and he sees you and he buzzes you in. Now, assuming opening the door doesn't involve any um, issues of electricity, assuming you know, he buzzes you in and he just pushes the door open, can you... Open the door. Or, or are you considered to have being, are you considered that you're deriving benefit from his malacha? So the answer is, seemingly it's the same thing. He could get up off his chair and go open the door manually, again, assuming that's the case. Um, why isn't he doing that? Because he doesn't want to. It's easier for him to just push the button and you come in. So again, he's doing it for himself. I'm not deriving benefit from, from his malacha and assuming that's the case and therefore uh, that would be mutzer. Um, now, there are other scenarios where you are allowed to specifically ask a non-Jew to do malach on Shabbos. Um, it's the concept of shvus to shvus, b'makam mitzvah, hefzad, etc. So if you're asking a non-Jew to do only a durabanan and you have a pressing need, then it's mutter to ask him directly to do it, and you can derive benefit from it. So, for instance, give you a very common, likely example, if people like to make Shabbos shavabrachas up in the countryside somewhere. And there's an of around the property, and everything's great, and Shabbos begins, and then you realize that where some of the food is for the meal, let's say the chalant, the crock pot, is outside of the Erev. So you can't carry it. So you're allowed to sp- go over to the non-Jew and say, please, can you carry the, the, the crock pot for me, the, the chalant for me, from the building that's outside of the Erev to where we are. Why can you do that? Because what are you asking him to do? You're asking him to carry in a caramelist. You're asking him to carry in an area. It's not a shusarabim. There's nobody there. It's not a shusarabim. It's a caramelist. That's a, it's a drabanon at most. Um, so you're, it's, you're asking him to do a malacha that's only drabanon, and you have very good reason. In fact, there's actually a mitzvah. You, there's a mitzvah to eat challenge on Shabbos. It's important shulchan aruch. You're supposed to eat chamin. You're supposed to eat hot food on Shabbos day. So you, you could do that. You could ask him specifically. Um, the same is true if there's a major hefzid involved. Um, so I once heard of a case where somebody was asked, um, if, let's say a person left his laptop outside in, in his backyard. It's muktzah, and it's raining. Um, his laptop costs $2,000. So can he go get a guy to take, ask, can he ask a guy to take the laptop and put it inside? And the answer is yes, because you're asking him to do muktzah. That's a drabanon. Um, and there's a, re- there's a real hefzid over here that you'll, you'll besides the $2,000 the cost of the laptop, what about your hard drive, right? <laughs> that's probably a lot, worth a lot more. All, all your stuff's on your laptop, um, that's a major hefzid, and you are, allowed to, you are allowed to do that. One other interesting thing that the person can speak about is um, you're allowed to get a guy to do malacha if it's a michshol, a major michshol. So for instance, let's say you're back at the uh, Shabbat Shabbat Brachas, and there's an of around or wherever it is you're staying, and you realize that the, one of the strings of the Erev has been snapped. So you have to, and it's a middle Shabbos, people are carrying. So, 
somebody has to tie the two strings together again. So a Jew can't do it, but you can ask a non-Jew, even if necessary, you could even ask him to do a real tying, which is Issa For a Michshel of a rabbi, you're allowed to do that. Now, it's better if he doesn't do a real tie. It's better if he does a drabanon tie, not a proper double knot that's going to be lasting. But if that's not going to work, if the only thing he can do is a real tie, you could actually ask him to do that, to, do that, to again, to prevent Michshel of the rabbi. Good night. Thank you.